Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois from the Daily Ride Podcast. And uh, we're reaching out to everyone to ask you to please tell your friends, family, loved ones to subscribe to Cats, the podcast. Dogs. Anybody who you think might press the button. Yep. And because uh, we're trying to broaden the listenership of the show and we can only do that with your help. That's so true. That's please true. Uh, subscribe and, and share it with a friend. Yeah. Hi, this is Mark and Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Tuesday, September 17th, 2019. And even though negative people have a problem for every solution, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. start this podcast. Very good then. Let's start it. Whenever you're ready. <sighs> I'm ready now. Oh, you took a sip of coffee. That's the that's a universal sign for I'm starting this podcast. That's right. And, uh, daily ride speak. Uh, how's it going? Pretty good. Uh, learned anything new this week? Had a fucking epiphany regarding the meaning of life. Okay. Wow. Really? A whole epiphany? Yep. That's, epiphany. Uh, that's something... Care to share, or are you going to keep that to yourself? <laughs> well, it's not the really kind of thing you want to let every... No, yes, I'm, I'm happy to share. Uh, and also, I'm happy to actually to say it out loud, you know, because sometimes an epiphany in your head... Sure. It's more you, like an apostrophe. Eh, yeah, you know, <laughs> when you start to talk it, when you start to say it... More like a you're catastrophe. Like, you're like... You're like, well, that's it's like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. You know, just because it rhymed doesn't sure. mean that it's... <laughs> <laughs> if the glove don't fit, you must have quit. Yeah, that's right. a terrible... It's <laughs> not really an living. epiphany. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so... Shall we start small? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's going on with you? Uh, nothing, really. All right. Uh, boys pretty, back in school. That's pretty small. <laughs> His teacher's pretty irritating. Which really? I don't like. She's, I think she's fine. I think she's a nice enough person. I think she's just, I think she just doesn't know how to communicate in a nice way. It would so be my guess. she's a bitch? Yeah. Yeah. But not in like a, I don't know. You know, I was trying to get a read from Sam. How old Sam, is she? She's probably in her late... <laughs> 30s, early 40s would be my guess. So Maybe mid 40s. Teaching for a decade. Probably. Yeah. Maybe the kids have ruined her. Maybe, although I think it, I think it, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, it, it seems. Uh, Maybe I the parents of children have ruined her. That could be. That'd be good. That could be. Because it's like, it's the type of thing where she'll ask for, you know, like, there's, there's a perfectly polite way to say, and I'm going to do it right now. Here's the polite way. Hey, I noticed that Sammy's folder hasn't been getting turned in on time. Uh, just so you know, like, he'll, he's going to get sent home with a folder every blah, blah, blah. And that needs to be gone through and then put back in his backpack on Fridays. That's totally reasonable. Sure. I can do that. Yeah. The way she phrased it was more like, is there, you know, like, uh, I did, I wasn't. I couldn't get Sam his paperwork because I didn't have a folder. Um, you know, he said that, 
he wrote a letter to you guys on Friday asking for help with this, but he didn't seem to, you know, get any response from it. Uh, you know, is there anything I can do so that Sam can, you know, so that, uh, we can help Sam do these relatively simple tasks? And I was kind of like... Fuck you. It's not outright... It's passive-aggressive. No, it's, passive. it's very passive-aggressive. Well, you know, you know, one of the things you can do as a parent, particularly with an employee... Yeah. Because she's your employee. Right. Right? She's been hired to teach your child. You're paying for it. Everybody's paying for it. Yes. Uh, you can say, you know, I'd really... You know, there's a perfectly nice way to ask us to do blah, blah, and then repeat it back to her what she wants from you. Sure. And, like, call her on it. Like, sure. straight out call her on it. She's an employee. Right. She can't talk to the boss like that. Well, I think... And you can also say, you know, I hope you're not teaching my child to be passive-aggressive in this way. Right. I mean, you can just call her straight up on the carpet. Right. She's an employee. I mean, you don't have to be mean. Sure. You know, you can... No, no, no. You I can mean, phrase it in yeah. a nice way. Yeah. Uh, but just to say, you know, there's a perfectly nice way to ask us to... Because it's, it's like, it's weird, you know? Like, she's... I think she's largely unsympathetic to the, <laughs> to the fact that Sam has two households. Well, I also think which she's, is, she's probably used to people not... Giving doing, a shit? Yes. Right. So okay. About her, the things that are important to her that she's trying to get done. Sure. So her, so she comes into it kind of pre-pissed. Sure. With an attitude about it. Right. Forgetting that because every parent is different. I looked at the wording in the email <clears throat> that where she asks us to do this the first time. Because it's not like this came out of the blue. Right. Technically, she had already sent out an email, like a very, like, sort of standard, not... Not nice, not passive-aggressive, not anything. Just a standard email of, like, here's what's going on this year in school. Your kid is going to have to do these things. Sure. So, and I reread it, and it was, like, weirdly worded and overly complicated to the point where I couldn't tell he's got two things going on. He's got, uh, you know, like Well, a, it's difficult because they can't use pronouns anymore. Sure. So, he's got... <laughs> <laughs> right. So, she, they're like, uh, she said, you know, they, they're going to be sent home with a folder. They. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be sent home with a folder on Friday. Even though she knows Sammy identifies as a little dude. Sure. Fine. Uh, they're going to be sent home with a folder on Friday. And this is not how she said it, but this is what <clears throat> the gist of it was. Sure. They're going to be sent uh, home with a folder on Friday. Uh, or, no, I'm sorry, they're going to be sent home with a folder on Monday. Then we have sort of all week to clear it out, and it needs to be looked through by Friday so that it can go back to the teacher on Friday and get filled with more junk. Like, essentially spam emails, but in physical form. You know, because it's all those, like, ads for, like, "Eh, a book fair and a thing and a, you know. (laughs) And so... And just to let you know, we're hosting a parents' dinner night on Wednesday. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh, 
you know, so... I was planning to shoot myself in the head because I had nothing to do, but now I'll <laughs> but, postpone that. I'll thank, postpone that. Thank the Lord. I'll postpone that. I'll postpone it. Uh, One more week. Yeah. I'll just stare down the barrel that night. <laughs> uh, so... So, yeah, so that goes home on Monday. I go, we go through it during the week. And then on Friday, he gets his reading journal home, or his uh, writing journal home, rather. And over the weekend, we're supposed to look at it and send it back in on Monday. So there's these two things. They each happen on the opposite day. And it was very weirdly worded how it was going to happen. It was a uh, folder, home on, home on Monday and back, uh, you know, then, then turned in Friday, you know, like, and I was like, what, you know, does, what you, does that even mean? Have you considered the possibility that she's not that smart? I have. Uh, I'm still trying to suss that out. I mean, it's disappointing to find out that the person, you know, hired to educate... Your sure. child is a bit of a dud. Yeah. Uh, I, I have. I mean, maybe their thinking is, you know, they only have to be smarter than a nine-year-old. Sure. Sure. And I think she's got that relatively conquered. <laughs> uh, but it, it's hard to tell. I don't know. I don't want to call it before I, uh, okay. before I can get a out. read on it. Yeah. But it is my hunch that perhaps, <laughs> maybe... Because I've met some really not... Smart teachers. Smart teachers. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, you know, they were adequate to, you know, sort of function in the world. Like, you know, they don't need mental health or something, you know, <laughs> sure. mental help or something right, like right. that. Yeah. But, but they're just kind of dolts, you know, functional dolts. It's like being a functional drunk. Sure. You know, you can kind of, you know, by. You know enough to get through the world. You've you've had you had help, or or you just you know you figured out how to do the schoolwork required to get where you are. I think uh, she she seems like she could be that type who just figured out how to do the schoolwork required. You know, and it's not even like it's, it's you know it's not like uh, uh, you know it's like uh, you could coast through with C grades and pass. Sure. You know. And become a teacher. And become a teacher. I know. I yeah. worry about that very doctor. Sure. I know. He's got a passing grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the doctors who just skated uh, by, you know, just barely, by the, the skin of their teeth. Doctors who are not idiots, I mean doctors and teachers who are not idiots, sure. might take umbrage at what we're saying. Right. But we're not saying all... No, no, Doctors no. I've had, t- I've had great, brilliant teachers. Ab- Ed Bianchi was one of my favorite people probably on this planet. Absolutely. You know? An idiot can eat an ice cream cone and a genius can eat an ice cream right. cone. Right, yes. It's all that uh, falls under <laughs> that umbrella, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yes, I, I haven't sussed that out yet, so I don't want to call it uh, before I see it. Sure. But, uh, but maybe, you know, it's entirely possible. I mean, I think... Part of us pulling you out of, or certainly your brother, the impetus to pull your brother out of school, right, uh, had to do with the fact that his teacher was clearly not that bright. Sure, and she was had a good natured, good spirited. Yeah, she cared. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like she she wanted 
you know, she she wished well for for Ian. Yeah. Uh, but she was just incapable of delivering any kind of creative solution. Sure. To the problem before her, she could only deliver the solution that was sort of laid out for her. Yes. Uh, and couldn't really think outside of those parameters. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, just either was afraid to, I'll fuck him up. You sure. Know, or just or didn't want to put in the effort. Did, like, this is already... I don't even think that. I think... You don't I, think it's like... No, uh, I think she would have put in the effort had she had the skills. Had she had the, the mental capacity. Of, I, well, I feel like it can be one of those things <laughs> where it's like, uh, look, you know, people who have been working on this a long time have said we do this, and that's just what I do. You know? Yes, I think that, that's, that's ex- what I do. think that's exactly it. Right, but, that, but like, you can put in a little effort and be like, you know, there's... There are other things we can do, but... You know, for example, the field of pedagogy is broad. Uh, Gross. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The field of pedagogy is broad. And there are... You know, there are... mm, What do you want to call them? Sort of waves of... Well, waves of a theory that ripple through the field... Sure. And, you I mean, know, like... You, you like, see that on a day-to-day... Like, you see it almost on a year-to-year basis <laughs> Yeah, well. you certainly see it from a school system to school system. You definitely see it from country to country. Sure. You know, Finland is not educating their kids in the same way we are. Right. Italy is probably not. France is probably not. And they're all Canada, doing better than us. Canada... <laughs> well, in industrialized <laughs> nations, we are fucking sucking donkey balls. Right. So, we might want to look around. Sure. But... But I'm just saying there's a like a there's a lot and even within the country and within the the times there's like you know there's people who you know I'm sure the Catholics still educate people the way they did you know 80 years ago not you know certainly 60 years ago yeah <laughs> and they got a kind of formula that was working better than the existing public system sure and they're sticking with it right and it's still probably a little bit better. Right. You know, you gotta suck down a little god. Right. But, and, you know, you gotta dodge the pedophiles in the system. Sure. But, if you, you know, you get a be- an actually better education. Sure. For the most part. Uh, yeah. And that should be embarrassing you know, funny, to the public school system. It's, it's funny about the god thing, because, like, I think as a kid, <laughs> you know, as an atheist kid, when I was probably, like, 12 to maybe, like... 18 because I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that I hadn't sussed out the fact that I was an atheist by the time I was 12 maybe I'd left it up in the air up until that point sure but you know around 12 I was fairly certain uh, and I think at that point that would have really bothered me the whole like having to suck down some god right because you're sort of wrestling with those things in your mind sure and I think at the time I probably would have thought uh no, it's my duty to convince the world of the truth. You know, like sure. I would have been an apostolatizing atheist. And nobody or, likes that guy. No, that's true. They really hate that guy, in fact. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> I would say the same thing to atheists as I say to theists. Right. Which is, if your belief system 
can't withstand a little competition. Sure. It's not really much, is it? Right. You know, if you can't sort of defend it against some sort of... Even in your mind, even just saying... But I think... Yes, no, I know what you mean. But I think now I would have much more the approach of like, what do I care? Right. You know, like, fine. They... they, Pray to the invisible man in the sky. What do we, which you is know, a, how does that hurt which me? Which is a superior approach, right? Uh, regardless of which, like you know, I don't think uh, theists should concern themselves for one second with atheists. Well, there is a bit of yes, but I but I I think we've talked about before. Like if you if you in your heart of hearts right. believed that a friend of yours was going <laughs> to go to a fiery pit of internal damnation. Because they didn't believe what you believe, you, you would if would you not cared be for much of a if you cared for them. Sure, you would at least make an attempt at some point to be like, "Hey, look, you know, like I know you you're atheist, but like I really want you to reconsider. Here's some things. Here's why I believe Here's in God. Here's some literature. Here's some literature. Just give it a second thought because I think your life would really be enriched, and your afterlife would certainly be enriched. Right. That you're if, risking eternal damnation. Right. If you don't come around. I forget. Pascal's wager or whatever. Yes. Well, and it's, it's, it's a little bit more than Pascal's wager because they're not saying, you know, if you, uh, you know, like... No, you, no, they really you know, believe. They really believe it. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like... Yeah. And but they're, they're asking you to make Pascal's wager. No, I'd say I'd, I'd oh, be willing to bet to... that, like, you, you should think about this and consider the fact that there might be an almighty... You know, for, and, and for your well-being. For your well-being. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And so, and I think that, like, so. Although I think what I, I used to kind of take is sort of a pious kind of like, uh, you think you betted me, <laughs> you know? Right. I now am sort of like I'm uh, vaguely flattered, you know. I'm like, oh well, you know, thank you for trying, but I, I don't believe that, you know, like. Sure. I appreciate. No, I, I appreciate the fact that you really think I'm going to burn for eternity, but. I, I do not. No, ab- absolutely. You know? And I and I and I would agree with that approach to postulization. Sure. Uh, but I will say that you know, outside of those moments where you're into it, right? It shouldn't really worry about. Yes. You know, you should worry about your own fucking yeah, yeah, hypocrisy. Yeah. Yes. And let the other guy worry about <laughs> <Yeah>. his. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, fair enough. Anyway, sorry, going back to the school stuff. So, yeah. Well, that... all I'm saying is is that there's a broad... So, so I'm... If you were... If I was going to be a teacher... Yeah. Uh, I, if only. <laughs> if I was going to be a teacher, you know, every, I look at people... You know, as a manager and a retail manager. Sure. And I say, everybody out there in my shop is similar in some ways and different in some ways. Right. And it's up to a manager. The reason why management, good management, is hard is because a good manager doesn't treat everyone equally. Right. A good manager finds out what works for each employee. Right. And tries to maximize... Well, hold on, hold on. I'm going to re... Going to rephrase what you said because a good there's I would say that there's a big difference between treating everyone equally and treating them the same. I guess that's what I yes yes, I, yes you're right you're like phrasing. a good manager treats everyone right. equally but he does not treat them the same. Right I I was using the I was using yes, that word yeah, yeah. 
in a, in a different yeah sorry a, with a different definition semantics but well no well well observed well pointed out okay um, so yes the same okay so a good manager does not treat everyone the same because everyone is in fact different we are all snowflakes, snowflakes. unique <laughs> uh, special one of a kind individuals yes uh, you know, gracing your establishment, each with something to offer. Mm -hmm. And it's a good manager who finds out what each, because you hired them at one point. At one point, you sat down with them, you looked at them, you said, this person has some value, some value that I want to bring into my organization. Now, that's not true with school, but it is true with your organization. Sure. And so you sat down and you said, this person has some value. Right. And it's your job as a manager to, to bring out it that out. value yeah. and to diminish their failings. Right. And that takes creativity. And that's and and most managers are not good. Most right. managers are mediocre. Some are horrible and right. a few are good. Right. And I think that's true with teachers as well. Mm-hmm. I think that, that if you go into a school system treating everybody the same. Right. Or thinking you can get the good results from every individual in that classroom in the same way. Yeah. Then you are destined to disappoint and fail about 75% of your class. Right. And, you know, I, I've always sort of thought that there's 25% that'll do well no matter how shitty the teacher is because they're smart and they're creative and they're They'll figure out how to deal with you. And they're, yeah, exactly. Right. And they'll get the most out of their environment. Yes. And then... What the hell? I'm not sure what the fuck that person was doing. Uh, and, and then there's 25% who no amount of you know, uh, whipping with a bamboo cane. Right. Would we'll, get him to fall we'll, on <laughs> You think it's really 25%? I'd say it's a little less. I'd say it's more like 10%. Yeah. I'd say you got one in 10 who you just, I, I, I think, can't reach these keys. <laughs> I think there is a gradient of the 25. So that, you know, like, sure. there's, you know, there's like a couple in there that just, you really nothing will reach them. Right. There are... That's a slick ride. Yeah, Too bad there's a nice. shit driver trying to read that post-it <laughs> note while he... Uh, there is, uh, you know, and then it grades up. Sure. So, that, so I don't think it's a like a, you know, 25, 50, sure, 25. Sure, 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 You know, there's gradients all along that. Right. Uh, and then it's, And then there's the middle 50. Right. And the middle 50 is what the teacher ought to be focused on, I suppose. Sure. Because uh, the 25 is going to do well with or without her or him. I mean... And the other 25, they're, they're going to struggle with or without. Sure. But a creative teacher is going to reach, do a better job for everyone. Yeah. Because they're going to treat them as individuals. They're going to... Lo- you know, I, I mean, I've had three kids. Yeah. They didn't learn the same things at the same rate at the same time. Right. You know, uh, Anjali was a... Uh, you and Anjali were were more interested in reading than your brother was at a much earlier age. Right. Not Ian's fault. Sure. You know? 
Uh, and yeah. it, there just wasn't a lot of subject matter that he could ingest <laughs> that he was interested in at that time. Yeah, but you know, he's always been, you know, pretty dexterous and coordinate. You know, sure. I'm not gonna say coordinate because he grew so fast that it was that was difficult. He was not very coordinated, but he was but strong. He was, athletic. he was strong, athletic. Yeah. yeah, so you know he was interested in that. He, uh, you know, he had a tenacious spirit. He learned guitar better than everybody else. You know, like right? Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying that instruments in general. I'd say <laughs> instruments in general. So people learn things at different rates. Sure. And it and it doesn't make those kids deficient in what they're trying to learn right and it's a teacher's job to to foster what those kids are doing well at the time and the American public school system is not set up to do that right it's set up so that everybody progresses along at the same rate in the same way and a good teacher and that's the way the system's set up so okay you can just follow that system and I think a good chunk of teachers do but right. you can also reach around that system if you are thinking, if you are learning. Like, I read books on modern management techniques. Sure. Right. Because I want to be a better manager, and I want to be a better manager to more people. Right. So I read books on this subject. Oh, I, I, fuck. I know. It was like this yesterday, too. Roads closed everywhere. Right. Uh, so... You know, so I think, I would think that there's an, you know, teachers who care about their profession right. would read the modern theories and modern techniques that are being used and learn about success stories going on all over the world. Sure. And apply some of those to some of their more challenging students who aren't sort of working well, adapting well within that mold that the school has provided as the default. Right. And that's yeah. what good teachers do, in fact. Right. You know, they if they got a class reading and they're all reading fucking Jane Austen, <laughs> some bullshit like that, uh, that most people don't want to read. Sure. Uh, you know, Once Upon a Time was popular because there weren't many books. Right. And, uh, you know, so you read... Now them. there's so many books, you couldn't possibly read them all in your lifetime. I know. Uh, and you have access to all of them. And right. Anyway, so what they do is they, they you know, they, they find that kid who's just fucking tortured... Right. ...by Jane Austen. Right. Which would have been me. Right. And they go fucking get him a different book. Yeah. You know, they break the mold. Here, here's Lord of the Flies. You may find this more interesting. Sure. Yeah. Or, or here's, you know, Cream Magazine. Here's Oscar Wilde. Sure. Find the picture of Dorian Gray. Exactly. That's British they, literature but, written around, you know. Right, but <laughs> they do what's necessary to find a way to reach out to, to different, you know, to a kid who's struggling. Right. Um... I mean, that's a simple one. There are more complex ones. Right. Regarding learning maths and regarding learning, you know. Right. Uh, so, so I think good teachers do those things. And, and bad teachers don't because they don't think of it. They're, you know, they're not 
they're not reading everything they can read about how you know modern child education. Right. They're not. Uh, they just doing a job. It could be cashiering, but maybe it pays a little better than cashiering, and they get the summers off. Sure. Yeah. And so that's what they're doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and I think there's lots of people who do that job that way. Sadly, I think there's lots of doctors who do that job that way. Right. I think they get into it because they... They were told by their parents... You want to make a lot of money, you yeah, become, a doctor. become a doctor. And they do want to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> or they want their parents off their back, or sure. both. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they have the, the basic smarts to sort of do to pass med school mm-hmm. which is more than you know teaching school so would it be would it be possible to create a school i don't even know how one creates a school but would it be possible to like you know start a school where rather than having you know you go up and all, here's all the things you need to learn in this grade you just sort of have here's all the things you need to learn you know and kind of have them go at things like, you know, like Mr. You know, Smith teaches, you know, uh, basic, basic arithmetic. You know, once you've graduated from his class, you can go on to, you know, multiplication or whatever. Well, that... And Mrs., you know, you know or he teaches arithmetic and multiplication. Certainly we're trying. You know. Certainly we're trying. And then, we're trying a lot of different things than we do. Right. And then you're just in that class until you, you're out of it. You know, well, that's the Khan Academy approach, right? That's yeah. The, that says that everybody learns at a different rate. That failure is a part of the path to success. That you, sure. you know, the first time you're given a multiplication problem, you probably get it wrong. Right. But that that's not a fail. Right. That's just that's just part of learning. Part part of learning is that yeah. you start off getting things wrong, and then you practice them, and you start getting them more right until you get them always right. Right. You know, and then you've learned. Then you can say you've got competency in the area. Right. And yeah, I mean, I think that's a much better approach. And I don't know how you do that in the current, uh, you know, factory school system. I don't know how you approach that. Right. Uh, every once in a while, you get a teacher who who can do that with people in their well, own I think little it, I fiefdom. Th- yeah, I think it's impossible to like get that kind of thing set up because what you would really need is an entire school dedicated to that to practice. You mean the proposition of best educating the children who come there? Yeah. Or wouldn't that be swell? I know. I know it's risky. Uh, wouldn't that I know, be swell? <laughs> I know it's. I know it's not. You know, we they haven't got, tried anything like this before. They got a certain litany they want to indoctrinate them on, and as long as they accomplish that goal, sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it is it is frustrating to me that to see our children. You know, and it's no wonder why the United States, which was once a leader in these things, is falling. Right. You know, it's because we've got the wrong goals in our head yes for this job right uh okay now on to the meaning of life oh i'm afraid we're we're out out of time time. that's uh that's a shame we'll have to we'll have to broach that one next episode (laughs) oh well i hope i can remember it you should write it down write Uh, it down right after this all right i'll do that okay uh in the meantime right on right on